they get the first one and you're like, okay, okay. I don't think this is happening, but like, I still have some hope for some stupid reason. I have hope. The second, the second one happens and you're like, okay, are are you really trying to to trick me right now? Like, like, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Okay. We know you're going to lose. And then, and then the third one happens. And like, that's when I, I went crazy. Like, okay, they are, they are back in this game. Welcome back to Unlimited, everybody. That was a crazy, crazy game by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, we're going to get into all of the game four action. First of all, Tyler Moore is the guest today. Tyler, uh, first thoughts on this amazing game? The worst game of the season, and then probably <laughs> yeah. the most exciting game of the season, all wrapped into one. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, at three, at three nothing, you think you think it's over. Like, you don't think that this team was generating any offense. You don't think they were going to get any goals scored on Merz Lincolns because he was playing terrific. And then all of a sudden, with, like, less than four minutes to go, that you know, they squeak one by. And, yeah, like, they gave us hope. And that was something that, you know, I was, I was telling myself even, like, don't get your hopes up because they might – they still might lose this thing. And, you know, it was, it was looking – it was looking like that still, like only with like less than 20 seconds left and the puck wasn't even in the attacking zone then, I think. And Nylander was stick handling it behind our net with 30 seconds left in the period, which. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they an had interesting move. The Blue Jackets had like three good chances to score in the empty net too. Um, it hit the side of the net. Marner was like in net acting as the goalie for one of them. And then Riley made a great play to break up the Nyquist shot attempt as well. And okay, let, let's start. Let's start back. Let's start back at the bad stuff, I guess. Um, if I can remember, because it was so long ago, so many goals ago. <laughs> um, if I believe it was the first period where the Blue Jackets scored. Um, what was it? I, I honestly forget. It was it was it a two on one? Two on one. Yeah, scored? two on one. Um, uh, it was du- Dubois that passed it over to. Um, Jeez, I don't even know who it was at this point. Dubois. Nyquist, maybe? It wasn't Nyquist. Yeah, see, like, we we were just so caught up in, in the moment with what <laughs> happened in, in the last three. We we don't even know. And, uh, okay, let me let me take a quick look here. It was Kay Mackinson. Okay, of course. Oh, Kay yeah. Mackinson got the first goal. Beautiful pass by Dubois. Can't really blame Freddie on that one. And, you know, I was saying, like, right after that goal – like that's the only way the Blue Jackets might score on us. If it's a two-on-one, three-on-two, or breakaway. If we don't let them do that, then you know we're gonna win. We're gonna they're gonna have trouble scoring. And then in the second period, they get a goal from Gavrikov. Like it was like a shot from the point, deflected off the stick of Mitch Marner. And honestly, like you can't really blame Freddie too much on it just because it deflected off the stick. I know it still is from pretty far out and he might've, you know, had some more time to, to read it and, and stop it. But I mean, it's hard to say, I guess, when it, when it changes direction like that. I don't um, know. My dad's been noticing Freddie does this weird glove hand thing okay. from time to time where he, he tries to catch the puck by putting his hand out like this rather than letting it come to him. So that's kind of what he did that time. He went like that. Right. The puck went over. So he's had some problems with that in the past. My dad's noticed that for a while now. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough to blame him when it's deflected like that. But 
it wasn't going too fast and it was from pretty pretty far out and it looked like he had a clear line of sight at it so I don't know it's a tough tough one whenever it gets deflected to blame the goalie I think like without looking at the replay my first instinct instinct was okay that's a bad goal Freddie should have stopped that but then you see the replay it deflects off Marner and it's like I don't know it's what it's what Don Terry always says don't put your stick in front of the shooter because it just messes up the goalie's Mm -hmm. you know sight line and and him making the save um and then the third goal which came late in the third with six minutes left oh I don't know what Riley was doing like and I thought that was the game that was basically the game it was basically the epitome of how the Leafs decided to play yeah this whole series pretty much which is a slow possession-based brand of hockey when we're one of the fastest and most skilled teams in the league. I don't know whose idea this is to pass it back to the D and have our forwards loop around. Matthews looped around twice and then was gone. And by that time, the forward for Columbus was already on Riley and he didn't know what to do and gave up the puck, got a breakaway and they scored. It was just, that was really the nail in the coffin for me after that goal went in. I was... Uh all I could do was just laugh because it was just such a doubt yeah exactly that's like the perfect Leafs way to lose and to end your season with that with that goal and I don't know how they found any momentum after that somehow something happened was it Morgan Riley breaking his stick on the bench or at least trying to at they, least they cut somebody, out before he actually broke it. Somebody's showing some emotion for once yeah. on the least. Whenever something bad happens, they just all mope around. No one yeah, you're right. gets angry. Keith doesn't get angry. Tavares as the captain doesn't get angry. Matthews as their star doesn't get angry. It was nice to see somebody showing a bit of emotion for once. Yeah. And you have to think, hey, maybe that did galvanize some people. They want to pick their best defenseman up who knows who knows he made a mistake that could have cost them their season yeah I'm sure that played a little bit into uh to what happened yeah and I, and I would hope so and I would hope that when you're down three nothing there there were multiple guys that were were angry and showing frustration on the bench and it wasn't just Riley but you know if we don't have those players it's you know it, it's tough to win in this league you need those guys who are going to show that frustration and, and show that they're desperate, I guess. And, um, you know, hopefully the Leafs do have it. I know Jake Muzzin was a guy that, that was like that as well. And we're missing him right now. But, um, yeah, anyways, I mean, now, now we're going to talk about all the goals that were scored, scored for the Leafs. Like, um, Nylander with the, uh, the man advantage. Um, tra- lots of traffic in front of the net jamming away at the pad of Merz Lincolns and it just sneaks by and finally, finally they, they get on the board and it's uh, a crazy thing when Nylanders decides to go to the front of the net. Yeah. He finally scores some goals. He scored. Was that just last game? He scored right. in front of the net too. He goes to the net today and he scores. Makes me wonder why he doesn't go to the net more often. Yeah. But you know, whatever you'll take a jammy goal like that when, mm-hmm the goalie's been playing so well, you'll take whatever you can to, to get by him. Yeah, and I, I thought Nylander played pretty well. He was getting some good shots. Like, they were from far out, but, I mean, he got some good opportunities. And I don't know, I, I find that Willie throughout the series has been one of the best skaters and has been passing the puck at least pretty well. Maybe not 
so well in the in the defensive zone. He hasn't. He's not defensively responsible as much as other guys, but um, well, he's been okay. And yeah, I celebrated a lot after that goal for some reason. I don't know why. It was three one. I, I don't know why, but I just screamed and like I was I was kind of upset with myself for thinking that there was some hope. <laughs> and then um, and then Tavares with, with the empty net again and. Matthews over to Tavares and he gets the clean look and you see it hit the mesh and like, oh my god, oh my goodness, is this actually gonna happen? Like are they are they actually gonna come back here? And yeah, that that was also a really good shot from from JT. Short side. Well like, yeah, all series long he'd been shooting it, it seems like every shot right at the goalie's chest. Yeah. So I'm glad he pulled out his best shot of the series so far right in the moment when it counts it was a great shot just under the crossbar over the blocker side it was perfectly placed so it was nice to see JT step up and it was it was exciting to see Matthews Marner and JT together at full strength and just see kind of what they can do they I think their first shift out there they did nothing right it was just like, okay, well, if these guys aren't doing anything, then we're going to lose. This was before any goals were scored, I think. And then they brought the fourth line out there, who was probably their most consistent line all night. Yeah. They put in good work. They were always in the offensive zone whenever they were out there, getting down in the corners, Clifford throwing the body around, Engvall getting a couple shots. Um, but yeah, after after that, fourth line came in and had a good shift. Then they came back out, the big three, and they managed to – Win the game mm-hmm. for the Leafs, which was, uh, I mean, when what? What's the combined uh, salary of those three guys? $35 million a year? When you're paying yeah. those three $35 million, you expect them to win you some games. So they did their job tonight, thankfully. Um, yeah, it was just well, exciting to see the three of them together at five on five for once. Yeah, I mean, like you said, when, when Keith put them together in the second period, it didn't seem like they had too much going. And- Throughout most part of the third period as well, it didn't seem like they were clicking. And then all of a sudden with with like four minutes left, they do something. But then again, it is with the empty net. And they did have William Nylander along with them. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, still, it's just crazy. I still cannot believe that they were able to come back. And Zach Hyman, I think he was maybe the best player on the Leafs tonight. He was getting in on the forecheck really hard. Um, he seemed to be making some good passes, which Hyman doesn't normally do. But, um, and then like he, he shot the puck and he scored at the end. And I think it was five hole on Merce Lincoln's. And I mean, there's not really too much else to say. Like, I think there was 14 or 13 seconds left in, in the game. And, uh, it was crazy when that went in. What, what was your, what was your reaction when that went in? Because I know. You didn't, you didn't get too happy, I guess. <laughs> I, honestly, I was still just reeling from the 90% of the game that I just watched, which was right. the most frustrating, boring, some of the worst Leafs hockey I think I've ever watched in the yeah. last couple years. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that goal going in was just like, Again, I'll, all I could do was laugh. It was just like, of course, of course the Leafs do this. This is the most Leafs game that could have possibly happened. 
obviously you're happy, but at the same time, it's like, it's yeah. just, you feel defeated. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. You've been on an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. all night. So it's hard to just be outright happy when yeah. you had to put up with everything you had to put up with before. Um, yeah. I mean, it's nice that Hyman got the goal. I think I've always liked him when he's been around. He's probably the only guy in our top nine uh, that consistently gets in there in the corners and throws the body around a bit, um, which is something we're sorely lacking, especially in the playoffs. So I think it's nice to have him consistently up there doing that. Um, So, yeah, I think I I was pretty – he's obviously someone that's not flashy. You don't necessarily notice all the things he does. But, um, yeah, I think he had a good game. Like, he wasn't out there making mistakes. Um, and I mean, with the way the Leafs were playing, you were just kind of looking for guys that weren't messing up tonight. So he yeah. was someone that you didn't really see coughing up the puck or making bad passes. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was also impressed by the third line too. On another, oh, yeah. I think Kerfoot, Robertson, and uh, was it Micaiah? Well, Kapanen? it was Micaiah and Kapanen to start the game, and then I think like throughout the game it transitioned to Robertson. Right, Robertson um, started on the second line. Yeah, but that wasn't working. No. I thought it was going to work. That That's the line I was hoping for um, before the game started. I wanted to see Robertson play more minutes and play with JT. And I thought he was going to score a couple tonight if if they did put that line mm-hmm. together. But yeah, they didn't seem to generate much. Um, I like the Mikheyev, Kapanen, Kerfoot line to start. And then I th- yeah. think... I honestly forget everything is just blank to me now. I think but... Robertson dropped down and Kapanen went up. Right, Yes. Yeah, um, and I I liked Robertson's game. I think he brought yeah. some energy and had a couple shots on net. I think he looked pretty good. And Mikheyev's always uh, he always puts in effort. Um, yeah, he's I mean, been solid. He's not the best player we have, but he's he's a solid guy. And Kerfoot um, is a good skater, and he might not be the most consistent guy on the faceoff dot, but he he still puts in a good effort. I thought the third line was probably our second most consistent line it's pretty sad when your third and fourth lines are the guys out there having your best shifts for most of the game um but it was just one of those games for the Leafs yeah what they what they should have done is put Engvall on the first line Clifford on the second line and Spets on the third line trying to even out the yeah even though scoring or the yeah. yeah but anyways Hyman played a phenomenal game and he really deserved that one at the end you know he's not really known for the goal scoring but it's really good to see a guy that's working hard and yeah. uh, and scoring a big goal like that so um and yeah Matthews passed it to him I was I wasn't expecting that I thought Matthews was going to shoot the puck there but he finds Hyman cross ice and like right along the ice but it worked it worked Zach good job five hole goal um and then you go into overtime and like during that intermission, like I was telling everyone like, okay, calm down. Don't get your hopes up. I don't want anybody too sad after this, if they lose, because that's what the Leafs do, right? They, they get our momentum up after they score that first one, or sorry, they get our hopes up <laughs> after the first goal went in. We were like, okay, yeah, maybe they can do this. Second goal. Okay. More hope, more hope. Third one. Okay. Can we actually win this thing? And then in overtime, you know, they normally choke and they lose. But this time was different. And they got a power play, which may have been a controversial call on Morgan Riley. No, you think he did that on purpose, Foligno? 
even if he didn't do it on purpose, he still stuck his stick under the guy's skate and tripped him. It's True. regardless of high sticking doesn't have to be on purpose for it to be a penalty. Yeah, it it happened. I don't know why he was putting up such a stink about it. Felino, he tripped a guy and got a penalty for it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see a replay because, well, what I thought at least, and I think they only showed it from one angle at first. Um, I think it was like front facing. And it looked like Riley kind of slipped or like he was, he was turning his back or turning his like backslash and his hand um, to Felino, And then it kind of looked like he was grabbing onto him. And then he kind of slipped himself. They didn't really show the stick being stuck under his, his skate. But if he did that, then yeah, that's a clear. That's what, from the angle I saw, that's what it looked like to me. Okay. He stuck his stick and that's kind of the reason why he tripped. But right. I, I thought mean, at first it, it would have been like a push that Felino did, but I didn't see yeah, any push. Yeah, it looked, it looked worse than I think it was because Riley went in pretty hard into the corner and then stayed down. Thankfully, he was okay. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I think Felino as the captain shouldn't be yelling at the ref after the goal goes in. I think he – you your team blew a 3 nothing lead – and missed three chances on an empty net goal. I think there's a lot more that led up to that penalty that you could have changed rather than just that penalty losing you the game. I don't think you can blame the ref for them losing. I think there was a lot of chances that they had and they blew. Um, So yeah, I think just him as the captain, he needs to step up a little bit and be a bit more mature in that situation and just kind of look to game five and rally his team to do that rather than yelling at the ref after the game yeah and we'll get into game five a little bit later but i think leafs have like all the momentum and pressure should be on the jackets i would say because the leafs really should have lost this series tonight um but yeah anyways let's talk about the winning goal and austin matthews you know so much talk so so much talk throughout the entire season about this guy you know it all started off with that underpants controversy and will he be the captain no he's assistant captain now and 47 goals this year almost almost got to 50 and and he ends it it's a second goal of the playoffs he was the one who opened the Leafs goal scoring throughout this playoffs and he's the one that keeps their season alive now and I don't know who who passed him the puck there was it Mitch or was it um it was jt i think it was jt that passed yeah. the puck and matthews is in his wheelhouse and and buries it and celebrations crazy i was going crazy i don't know if i should be because like i said there's a game five and the leafs don't really do well when it comes to a game seven at least but now that game seven type situation <laughs> comes in a game five but wow um there's not really too much else to say about the goal it was just classic austin matthews really like that's it that's where he scores from and it, it was a one-timer and he yeah. buried it and thank god he buried it um yeah tyler you got any any thoughts on on the goal or the the comeback or anything yeah, I else think, i think the i was watching them break down the goal after and i think they showed riley being out there as kind of the key he being the right handed or well not right but being on his right side on d he was able to keep that puck in easily and then he i think fed it down to mitch who passed it to Tavares, who found matthews for the goal um 
I thought it was also crazy how Matthews was left so wide open yeah, on the I know. power play. I, I don't know how you can miss the number one guy who they're going to be feeding the puck to right in his wheelhouse mm-hmm. for a one-timer. I, I don't know how they miss that. but I feel like maybe Riley just being on the power play kind of confused him a little bit because he's the left shot. You normally yeah. have Barry um, on the power Thank play, which, was, which is weird Riley's because – like Riley looked really good after he made that goof in his own zone. And, you know, he was pinching a lot um, throughout the overtime. Um, Sometimes maybe a little bit too much, like he was going in too deep in the offensive zone. And that, that was worrying me, especially because that kind of led to the Dubois goal in game three as well, him getting in too deep and not being able to back check hard enough. Um, But yeah, I think, Sheldon Keefe really saw that he was determined to work hard and 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 score a goal and kind of re- redeem himself, get some revenge. And yeah, him him being on the ice there might have been the reason why they had won. Like that's what started the power play. That's what got Marner the puck. That's what got Tavares the puck, and that's what set up Matthews. So yeah, shout out to Morgan Riley for really just forgetting about that um, mistake that he made. And, you know, turning it into something and not letting that be the defining moment of the Leafs season. Yeah, I Mm. think Morgan Riley, potentially probably our most important player um, this year, just with the state of our defense. You look at who the other names we have there, he's the one guy that you know you can rely on. He's responsible defensively, maybe not as much as you would want him to be, but compared to the other guys we have, he is. Um, and you know he's going to put up good offensive numbers. So I think he's just so, so important for us for him to get out there and put up 22, 25 minutes of ice time. Um, I think, especially with Muzzin out, he's, mm-hmm. he was probably our most important player over the last two games. Um, I think probably he looks a little bit better than he might be because of the names he's surrounded <laughs> with right now. Yeah, I haven't been impressed at all with anybody else on the Leafs defense. Hall has been good. Hall didn't have a good. I don't think he had a good game tonight. Like I liked, I liked Hall throughout the entire season. I thought he was very good defensively and stuff, and even offensively, he showed some upside throughout the playoffs and especially tonight. He didn't. He didn't have it. He didn't have. Yeah, no, this was definitely not his best game. But I think he's probably been our second best defender minus Muzzin. Muzzin. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. he's been our second best defender. Um, and then I don't know if you saw the defensive pairings in overtime, but it looked like Keith was putting out Riley and Barry for most of the shifts. And then also CC and Dermot were out there together. Yeah, and I don't know why in the world me. Keith would do that. Yeah. That one was worrying me. Dermot and CC both very much worry yeah. me whenever they're on the ice. Separately, Dermot together. It's even. I want to like Dermot. I really do, but he. I've just never really liked him. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. He's still young. He still has some time to figure it out. But for me, he just makes too many mistakes. I think he thinks too much on the ice and coughs up the puck. Um, I think everyone knows already that CC's just not a very good hockey player. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see his shot? Did you I see his shot in, say, in overtime? Was that in overtime? Yeah. 
I was watching and one of my one of my friends texted me, I, I never want to see CC shoot the puck ever again. Yeah. <laughs> he he literally shot that into a different area code. It yeah. was the, one of the worst misses shooting. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Like work on that in practice. Like <laughs> just don't on, shoot don't the know. puck, CC. From now on, I say him and Marinchin <laughs> can just go the rest of their lives on the Leafs without shooting a puck and I think everyone would be very happy yes um yeah I, I don't mind the way Marincin played tonight I think he's been really good since stepping in last game defensively he's been well I think tonight he just played so few minutes I swear I didn't True. see him out there in the third I swear he probably played like a minute oh, probably not the in the third, third period well yeah in um, the third it makes sense I no. think the less you see Marincin the better <laughs> you yeah. feel about him because game the last game game three he had a lot of ice time and it was pretty scary to see him out there for as much as he he was so I think Keith made a good move in cutting down his ice time because as scary as CC and Dermot may may be I trust them a lot more than I do Marincin yeah um so yeah I think probably Marincin looked better because you saw less of him tonight than you did in game three yeah, um, I do want to talk a little bit about game uh, game three because um, we didn't do a reaction to that one mostly just because it was it was such a sad sad loss and the the Blue Jackets pulled the Leafs in game four. Um, the the game finished the same score four three in overtime, um, and you know yeah Leafs get off to that three nothing lead. Dubois gets the hat trick. Definitely disappointing. Um, in my opinion, you can't really blame Freddie too much for for really all of the goals. Maybe you can blame him on the last one, but yet again, it is a breakaway and it's on the backhand. It's a it's a tougher shot to stop. But maybe it, it was on the glove side. Maybe your dad's uh, kind of perspective on the Freddie thing happened again there. Him like mm. reaching out. Um, but but yeah um, yeah, like I said, it was just too sad i didn't want to do a reaction on it i just wasn't in in the mood it was also very late at night and uh i just thought hey let's hope for the better in in game four and we'll we'll do a reaction then um let's look ahead to uh game five the uh, deciding game of this series and um i think columbus sticks with mers lincoln's in this one yeah that's the big question yeah I think just because, like, but besides the past four minutes of the game and overtime, Ms. Lincoln's was standing on his head. I don't know but how many saves. Overtime, he, he yeah. played well. He just let the one goal in, obviously. But Definitely. I think he played – he made a few solid saves. Like, the Leafs came out the start of overtime pretty odd and heavy, and I think they had a yeah. lot of chances, and Ms. Lincoln's made a few good saves. And then I think Columbus brought some momentum back as the period – went on um yeah i uh, that's yeah that's the main question mark on columbus's side if they want to go with corpus Allo or if they want to go with merzlikens mm-hmm. it's uh it'll be tough merzlikens is a young goalie he just that was what his first career playoff start tonight so yeah and um, that, that's got to be tough to bounce back from too for yeah a young exactly player. exactly like he could be shook from yeah from that from blowing the three three nothing lead so 
you might want to go back to Corpus Allo. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Corpus Allo was in the net. I no. think I might lean towards Merzlikens because he did play so well besides the last five minutes of the third period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that'll be the main, the main thing to look at uh, on Columbus's side. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That announcement will come on on Sunday, I assume, just before game time. Um, do we know what time the game is? Is it a night game, prime time? I'm not sure if they've said would, it yet. I would assume but so, but hopefully, I, I hopefully, seen it announced. Hopefully it's prime time because I'm working during the day. <laughs> so uh, I know we'll have it on at work, but... Yeah, it should be prime time. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I think you know the Leafs are obviously going to be hungry and motivated for that game. Um, it's like a second chance, um, second, uh, second life, I guess, game five. Um, but also Columbus, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be anxious to end it. They want to get back out there. They were basically the Leafs today wanting to redeem themselves for blowing a three, nothing lead. So yeah, I don't know what to expect. I think it's going to be another close game. Like, like really all the games in this series have been. Um, I think it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be very physical. I think the physicality kind of um, ramped up a little bit in the third period. That Spezza fight was kind of a game changer as well. Um, there was a scrap in, in the Leaf zone. I think Riley was involved. Kerfoot was having a fight, I think, with, with maybe Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah. yeah, Atkinson and... Um, so I think, you know, there, there will be that intensity come game five as well. Um, what do you, what do you expect from game five? And I know it's, it's tough to give a prediction and maybe you don't want to give a prediction cause you don't want to jinx anything. Um, I guess just what are your thoughts, uh, from, uh, heading into game five? Yeah, it's, it's so tough when the series has been so back and forth, like first game, Leafs get shut out. Second game, Leafs shut out Columbus. Third game, Leafs lose in overtime. Fourth game, Leafs win in overtime. So it's been so close, so back and forth. The goalies have been uh, both quite good on on both teams. Um, all three goalies that have come into the series have all been quite good. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty tough. I do have a strange feeling that whichever team comes out and scores the first goal will not win. I feel like I, I don't know who it's going to be yet. I, I have a feeling it might be Columbus is going to come out pretty fast and probably will score kind of an early goal. Um, but I think once that happens, I think the Leafs will, will bring it back and yeah. uh, calm it down a little bit and, mm-hmm. and win the game in the end. Um, yeah. Hopefully, don't want to jinx it, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, have, I have a strange feeling that whichever team scores first is not going to win. Interesting. And yeah, I guess like like for the Leafs now, even if they get down, they know on the bench that they can come back and they can come back from three goals with four minutes left. So Yeah, well I yeah. think the yeah, that was such a big confidence boost for like that could carry them a the long, long way, oh, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Like especially knowing I think Keith will be a lot more willing to put Matthews, Marner, Taveras together um, Mm -hmm. in spots when they might need a bit of a spark um, at five on five. I think that's something he should look to do. And I think those three guys will have all the confidence in the world after what they did tonight. And I think that bodes really well for the Leafs knowing that 
at any time they can just form a super line that can actually perform like a super yeah. line. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that line mixed in at different points if the Leafs are kind of going through a bit of a lull in their play. I wouldn't be surprised to see Keefe throw out those guys that, I mean, that's obviously barring. Like this game, there wasn't a lot of penalties, so that kind of opened up um, more of the possibility to do that. Obviously, if there's lots of power plays for the Leafs, then those guys are going to be out there anyway. But I think uh-huh. if there's a lot of even strength play and the Leafs need a spark, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see those guys come out, even if it's in the first or the second period. Yeah, if they need a spark, I would say if Columbus scores the first goal, that line comes out right away. If they're not on the ice already, you put those three together. I know Keith's been doing it like after penalty kills, keep doing that. Um, and then, yeah, if it's, a, if it's a close game in the third period, definitely try that line. And yeah. Keith obviously wasn't afraid to use it because he used that line in overtime. He put yeah. those three together. So, you know, he's also, I guess, confident in the other lines to be, you know, defensively responsible and, and maybe create some offense as well. And, and they were, and Tyler mentioned before, that fourth line was the most consistent for the Leafs. And they were getting a ton, a ton of minutes. I think Keith even had them out there with maybe two minutes left in the third period. So, yeah. you know, he really trusts them um, to do well. Um, yeah, well, I think, yeah, you got to run with the line that's consistent. And the three guys on that line, I mean, two of them are veterans that Clifford's won a couple Stanley Cups with. Yeah. Uh, LA Spets has obviously been around forever and then you have Engvall who's a rookie but he's he plays with that kind of rookie intensity that they do the same intensity Robertson's playing with in the playoffs um, so I think it's a, just a good combination of of a bit of speed with Engvall and good young intensity with Engvall and then experience with Clifford and grit with Clifford and then you got Spezza with a little bit more skill and that same experience as Clifford. Um, and then I was surprised to see him fight and actually put up a pretty good. Yeah. He took fight. him down. Yeah. He took, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, they both kind of went kind down. Of, yeah. He, he got, he, he got, got a, some good punches. Oh, definitely. He, yeah. yeah. He, he held his own a lot more than I thought. I was wondering why Clifford wasn't the one fighting. But, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. He's probably no, wanting thought, to get in on the action. Yeah. I thought Spezza, I thought it was a, uh, it was a dumb penalty that he took in the first place, I think. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He slashed him like five times. Yeah, in the offensive zone, which is just a lazy, dumb penalty to take when you're losing in a game, and it's something a veteran shouldn't do. But yeah. I guess he – that's why he picked the fight, trying to maybe draw a penalty the other way. So I think mm-hmm. it was a smart move, and at the very least, you're um, getting your team going a little bit. So I think that it probably – I don't know. That definitely wasn't the the turning point of the game. They gave up a two goals after that. Was it one nothing at that point or two nothing? When Spezza got the penalty. Yeah. Wow. So much happened. Um. It was. Yeah, at least I would say so. Yeah. Um, so it it obviously wasn't the turning point, but in that situation, I think it was. No, it was it was two nothing. I think two nothing. Because it was okay. two nothing heading into the third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it, I still think it was a good decision to fight, and he put up a good good fight. So I think, yeah, I think that fourth line will be very important for the Big Leafs game tonight. I think for whatever reason, Columbus just seems to have some difficulty containing those guys. So, um, yeah, I think it's when a line is working, you got to roll with them, even if they're not your most conventional goal scorers. I think I would be... 
I wouldn't be surprised if that line got a goal. Uh, I think they deserve a goal for sure. One of those guys, Engvall, um, especially, I think he deserves a goal. He had a few shots tonight. So, yeah, it would be nice to see to see them get rewarded for uh, the work they've been putting in. Yeah, yeah, they had so much offensive zone time, and and yeah, you're right. Um, I guess to wrap everything up here. Um, yeah, just things were not looking good early on. Things were, were looking really bad. And Riley t- takes a really dumb penalty to end the second period as well because, well, first of all, the Leafs were on a power play to end that period. And we thought, okay, if they don't score here, then they're in trouble. And then they put themselves in even more trouble because they don't score on the power play and Morgan Riley takes a penalty to end the period. So they're on the PK to start the third. They kill that, solid kill. And then... Obviously, the, the Spezza thing happens. He gets in the box, and then you have Riley with that stupid turnover to, to lead to the, the Boone Jenner goal. And that, I, I still don't know how the Leafs found anything after that. I thought they were done. I thought that was, was it. Yeah. But they got, they got three goals. Yeah. They, they get the first one, and you're like, okay, okay. I don't think this is happening, but like, I still have some hope for some stupid reason. I have hope. The, yeah. second, the second one happens, and you're like, okay, are, are you really trying to, to trick me right now? Like, like, don't do this to me. Don't do yeah. this to me, okay? We know you're going to lose. And then, yeah. and then the third one happens. And, like, that's when I, I went crazy. Like, okay, they are, they are back in this game. They are back, back in this game now. Yeah. And, yeah, and then the was, fourth one. Uh... I, I honestly couldn't believe it when I saw – the puck hit the mesh on the Hyman goal. Like I, like first we, we hadn't seen the puck hit the mesh at all throughout the game. And then you see it three times in like four minutes. And it was just so hard to believe. Yeah. Well, once, once it got down to less than a minute, I was thinking, okay, yeah, there's no way we're going to score here. It's yeah, it's done. And then, and then once I saw Nylander stick handling behind our own net with 30 seconds left, I was screaming at the TV thinking, yep, this is over. And then, yeah, he, he managed to carry it down and get the puck over to Matthews, Matthews I guess, and then yeah. Matthews to Hyman, yeah. It's it's always surreal watching a Leaf game. It's always uh, – it's always it, – you never feel like you can just let go and fully celebrate because there's always some something that happens that'll take all the fun away. Uh-huh. It's uh, – yeah. It's, I wouldn't say that happened, though. I don't think that happened tonight. I think I think you could have celebrated. <laughs> it it was to, obviously I did. We we deserve was, hey we deserve this one, especially after last game. We really we deserve do, this one. We do. It would be a lot nicer if this was game five. True, and you're right. We could just the series be over. It's it's still hard to celebrate when you know that there's a game five that they have to win to move yeah. on and. Yeah. I think this is a series that a lot of people thought wasn't going to be as tightly contested as it has been. Um, I think a lot of people, those people, me included, might have forgot how bad the Leafs have been this year when you really look at it. Um, Obviously not bad overall, but bad when you think about the guys that they have on their roster. They should be a lot better than what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so... It's uh, it's hard to fully celebrate until you know that we're out of this series and we can win a yeah. series for once, yeah. even though it's uh, 
it's never happened. You can really, I don't know if you could really count this fully. Um, it has never happened in the Matthews era yet that the Leafs have closed yeah. out a series. And yeah, it's it's only a qualifying series, but it's still technically a series. So yeah. I think but, if the Leafs end up doing the thing, then it it, it could it could take them a long way, especially knowing that they came back in game four and then they can close out a series. But that's going to be the biggest test because these guys are still very young. Yeah, they have John Tavares, who has won a series. Um, Jake Muzzin, who's going to be at the hotel for this one. He's won the cup. Clifford, he's won the cup as well. But for most of these guys, they're still very young and they, they just don't know what it's like. And even Sheldon Keefe, he doesn't know what it's like to win an NHL series. Yeah, he's had the AHL success, but... You know, who knows if they can actually seal the deal on, on this one. But I think if they were to do it, like, it makes sense for it to be now just because they have so much momentum and energy. I would, I would hope at least that they carry this into, into game five. Yeah, no, I think, I think the Leafs for sure have the momentum here, just like Columbus had the momentum going into this game and got out to a 3 nothing lead. Um, I think the Leafs will have all the momentum going into uh, into game five. Let's just, maybe they can put up a two goal lead and then just leave it there. And hopefully um, we won't blow it uh, or maybe four goals. I don't know what we'll need. It's either two or four, just not three. Um, Let's get like seven. I think that's <laughs> kind of safe, right? Seven. Yeah. I mean, 13? I could 13, 13. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> I, honestly, I, I wouldn't even be surprised either if the Leafs came out firing just the way the confidence that that the, all the stars got from mm-hmm. those last five minutes and then the overtime winner, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, yeah, if, if the Leafs put up uh, yeah a few goals in the game. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to see all the stars mm-hmm. getting back to what we know they can do. And if all those guys are, are clicking, then that could be a recipe for success even beyond this series, but it, it takes, it's going to take those three guys, Matt yeah. Martin, Matthews, big Tavares, boys, obviously the big boys to, to step up and, and play like they're worth the money we're paying them. Um, I think if they can do that, if they can show the stars that they are, then the Leafs do have a chance like they do every year to, to do something. Um, they always have that chance. They haven't uh, exactly capitalized on it, but yeah, who knows? With a crazy comeback like that, nothing's off the table right now. You don't know how they're going to respond. It could be great for their confidence. Hopefully, it is, and we'll just have to see what uh, Game Five looks like. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll close it off off there. Um, game Five Sunday. Um, we don't know if they've announced the time yet, but. Hopefully it's a prime time game. Um, I'll be watching. Tyler will be watching. All Leafs fans should be watching this one. Um, Tyler, thank you very much for coming on this episode. Really appreciate it. Um, thank hope, you. Hopefully we do a lot more reaction videos um, throughout the playoffs, and hopefully this continues. And um, yeah, that that's really it. Um, thank you guys very much for watching episode number fourteen of Unlimited. Um, crazy comeback for the Leafs. Go Leafs, go in game five. Let's hope they can close this series out. Uh, they are the home team. So, hey, they'll be wearing their blue uniforms. And, uh, yep, that's it. And we will see you guys 
in the next one for hopefully another Leafs win and first series win in the Austin Matthews era. See you guys later. Go Leafs, go.